Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. This is my top five Edgar Wright films. This has been such a pleasure to revisit the entire catalog of Edgar Wright. Uh, I am a huge fan of his movies. Sadly, only five of them could be on the list. Obviously, there will be two left off the list, and I am including there is potential for his documentary to be on the list as well. Uh, and I'll talk about the movies that uh, didn't get put on the list. But this is my top five Edgar Wright films. Let's get it started. I mean, everybody knows Edgar Wright, right? Just stylish, loves to, loves great with music in his films. Not only picking great music to, like, tracks to be included, but also the the added ability to edit to the the songs itself i mean baby driver was a, a great example of of that of what he does uh in a lot of his movies also great comedy very stylish very kinetic very fast paced uh and just a lot of fun like somebody who has a style and somebody that's also changed their style throughout his career and, and willing to experiment and try new things, like doing a documentary, like going away from the comedic stuff that he started with. Uh, but let's get into it. Starting off with number five, my fifth favorite Edgar Wright film is also the newest Edgar Wright film, that being Last Night in Soho. Uh, I love this movie. I, I love everything. There's not an Edgar Wright film that I do not like. It does not exist. It is somewhat painful to have to order these films uh, because they are all so good. And Last Night in Soho, probably his biggest departure from how he started as a filmmaker. Uh, stylistically, very stylized uh, in, in similar ways uh, to what he's done in the past. But the least comedic movie I think that he's done out of all of them, uh, more of a horror film, which you could argue the first three films of the Coronetto trilogy are all horror comedies. Uh, you have the the zombie horror film, you have the slasher horror film in Hot Fuzz, uh, and then you have the like alien invasion robots taking over horror film in uh, the End of the World. So. Definitely a genre that he's enjoyed, but this one more specifically not combined with any other genres. Uh, it is pretty much a straight-up suspense horror type of a film, and I loved it. I love the story about you know this artist, this clothing designer, uh, going to the big city from a small city. There's a bit of like paranormal stuff going on. Uh, it is great acting, great performances, great writing, uh, and uh, makes me interested to see what he does next. Now that he is like really taking new steps in filmmaking and, and the stories he wants to tell, I'm really interested to see what he does after Last Night in Soho, but it's only my number five. I think it's it's 
a, a, a good trend I like to see. I love to see how artists evolve over their careers. And uh, Edgar Wright seems to just keep getting better. Um, but this one, not my favorite. Not It's my fifth favorite. There's two that are I liked less than this one. Uh, but I loved, you know, I still love this movie. And it's uh, a great, you know, I'm down to see him do more horror movies. Uh, like straight up horror movies. Uh, but I'm also excited for him to do more comedies too, to see what happens when he comes back to comedy, if he ever, ever does. And I'm sure he will. So that's number five, Last Night in Soho. Moving on to my number four favorite Edgar Wright film. This one being the very first Edgar Wright film. So we're going, starting with the, the newest film, moving on to the oldest film, from 2004 and i'm talking Shaun of the dead uh Shaun of the dead is great Shaun of the dead could be argued to be my number one right all of these movies my top four i could on any day argue to have a different movie as the top one so it's very hard to make this list for me. But Shaun of the Dead is number four because it is his first film and there's things that he does in Shaun of the Dead that you see he tightens up and refines and perfects over his career. Specifically, the jump in quality, I would say, in just minor things in editing and directing from Shaun of the Dead to Hot Fuzz were noticeable watching these re-watching these movies so just for that small fact that i think it's just a little rough around the edges still is why it comes down at number four because i think the the three movies above this one are like i mean they're all they're all so tough right it gets more and more difficult as these movies get closer to the top uh trying to figure out which one i like more which one is better but obviously hilarious comedy, comedy, horror, action, which are all every aspect of that. I mean, the horror, it's not as scary, but it's a horror zombie movie. But you have Simon Pegg, who is also a co-writer of this, and Nick Frost, the dynamic duo that I would love to see Edgar Wright which I'm, I has to be at some point in his career that he goes back and works with Simon Pegg again uh, and even Nick Frost, do a, a reunion of the Coronetto crew and, and do another Coronetto movie or whatever. Just maybe put him in something, just a straight-up action movie, which he's technically done. But Shaun of the Dead, a great blend of comedy, of horror, of action, great action scenes, uh, just hilarious Simon Pegg, just playing the perfect kind of like loser, but not as much of a loser, like there's shades of loserness to them. The bar that they all hang out with, the bad relationship, like every aspect of Shaun of the Dead is so much fun. The characters are so much fun. You know, when they're trying on their mission to go 
to the bar and they run into the the alternate versions of themselves as they're passing a lot of fun there's the running gag in the cornetto trilogy of jumping over a fence versus crashing through one but yeah Shaun of the dead is a classic don't get me wrong i could argue it for number one but just a little rough around the edges is the reason why it's number four i had to it's the only way i could justify trying to order this like, this is one of the most difficult top fives I've, I've had to do. That's just how consistently amazing Edgar Wright is at making movies. So coming in at number four is Shaun of the Dead. I'm sorry. I know it could be higher. The Many Faces is an ongoing abstract ink portrait series that I started many years ago. I release a new face every day. But go to InspiredDisorder.com to check them out. So many available. But as a listener to The Ray Taylor Show, you can save 10% when you use coupon code INSPIRED when you check out. So go to InspiredDisorder.com slash TMF. That stands for The Many Faces. Go check them out. Browse the entire collection. And when you decide on a piece or maybe multiple pieces, make sure you use coupon code INSPIRED when you check out. And you'll save... 10% as a big thank you for checking out my work, for collecting my work, and for listening to The Ray Taylor Show. And with that said, let's get back to the show. Moving on to number three is a movie that I would consider to be his straight-up action movie. I would also consider it to be like the the best expression of him directing to music and that movie coming in at number three is baby driver i remember i was living in denver and uh my co-host at the time were both huge edgar wright fans both excited to see what what this movie is and i th i believe we both were blown away with how much fun it was you have this heist movie where we're following the, the getaway driver. And the getaway driver has tinnitus and uses music to drown out the constant buzzing and humming that he gets from this, this damaged ear that he has. Or damaged ear ears. I don't know if it's both ears or one ear. Uh, but not only does the music help him with his you know his messed up ear but he also drives to the music so the way he drives he plans he he picks the song depending on the job and it's a heist movie where they go on multiple jobs the music of baby driver is awesome i have listened to the soundtrack multiple times and re-watching it i haven't re-watched it since I think when it first came out, I saw it in theaters, I think at least once, maybe twice. And then immediately, I thought I bought it already. I may have purchased this movie multiple times, but I w remember watching it multiple times. Maybe it came out on Netflix or something like that. But I saw it a bunch of times when it first got released. I haven't watched it since then. I mean, it's only been 2017. It's only been five years or whatever. Feels like a decade ago. But uh, re-watching it, it's like, oh, that music gets you so hyped. The, the action in the 
driving is great. All of the different characters are great. Uh, the the whole mix up where they get the wrong Michael Myers mask, they get the actor like the Austin Powers mask instead of the Halloween mask. Uh, that whole mix up is great. Obviously, there is the canceled actor Kevin Spacey, one of the few people who was canceled to apparently actually be canceled. Most people that complain about cancel culture and, and being canceled, like they're still making money working. Like Joe Rogan, not canceled, still working. Uh, Dave Chappelle, not canceled, just signed a new deal with Netflix, still working. Uh, like there's no, like all this, even uh, what's his face? The, the guy, Louis, Louis C.K. Like, yeah, he's not canceled. He's still selling out arenas uh, or, or theaters at least. Like they're still very popular. There's plenty of people in this country to support anybody that would get quote-unquote canceled. Uh, but it doesn't seem like Kevin Spacey has worked at, at all. But he's also a bad guy. He is like the worst person in this movie. So the fact that they got somebody who is uh, a bad person in real life to play a bad person in film, uh, you know, is fine. It's fine. Uh I love this movie. It is so much. At one point, when this, when I started watching Baby Driver, because I watched these movies in order of their release, for the most part. I watched the Coronetto trilogy first, and then I watched the rest of them from oldest to newest. The beginning, when I started watching Baby Driver, and it's like it punches right into like the song and the, the driving, and I was like, this is my number one. This is my favorite. Because it's such a fun movie. Such a fun movie. You love Baby. He is the, a great character. And he has this love interest with this waitress. Very simple kind of boy loves girl thing. But then you have this whole you know, criminal element to it. Which gets in the way, obviously. There's a great scene towards the end of this film where it's like he, Baby is going to pick up his girl... Uh, Deborah, at the diner, they're going to make a break for it. And as Baby does with everything in his life, he has the music, the soundtrack to, like he is constantly scoring his life to music that he loves. And he has this beautiful song that he's going to play when he picks up his love of his life. But instead, it's John Hamm at the diner. So it's this gigantic contrast in the tone of the song that's being played that was intended to be for this couple driving off into the sunset, but now is the deathliest type of threat that could end everything. Love it. Love it so much. So despite the fact that it was at number one for a moment, I had to put it down. I had to put it down because I have to like reconceptualize like all these movies, like which one? Because like, it's not just like the best. It's also like, what's my favorite? Why is this my favorite? And a lot of this movie is my favorite because of the music and the driving and the direct and the act, the editing. Like it's it's so much fun, so kinetic, such a fun ride. But it's missing a couple things. That I I love that Edgar Wright does that my number two and number one movie do, and this movie is because this is just a straight up action movie. Right? There's no comedy. There's no horror. It's a, it's just action, which is fine. And love story. 
which is great. But because of that, I had to I had to put it down. So Baby Driver coming in at number three. Moving on to my number two, my second favorite Edgar Wright film. Again, could have been number one, probably everybody's favorite. But personally, like number one and number two came down to me personally. What is the movie that touches me specifically the most? What is the movie that I love the most, that I have literally the most fun watching every time? So coming in at number two is a great movie. Don't get me wrong. This is a great movie. This is, this is most likely the number one movie on everybody's list for Edgar Wright. Maybe. And at one point was on my number one. Even that, this and Baby Driver were like battling for number one. But it had to go to number two. So coming in at number two is my second favorite Edgar Wright film is Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Could easily be number one. Just the first time Edgar Wright is doing a movie that's not co-written with Simon Pegg, that's not that that UK cast, that's not the Coronetto trilogy, although this one took place after Hot Fuzz but before End of the World. This has, like, as far as a distillation of all pop culture for my generation, this movie does that. From the comic book aesthetic, from the 8-bit video game aesthetic, from just the language, the dialogue, the fun action that is just so much part of, of what Edgar Wright does best. Like and just such a fun kind of premise and idea. Michael Sarah has never been so awesome. Uh, Mary Eliz- Elizabeth Winstead, amazing. Go watch Kate, where she's basically John McClane from Die Hard, but like better. Serious Die Hard vibes. You got uh, Kieran Culkin before he became part of the Succession movie, basically playing the same type of a guy in a lot of ways just such a fun movie and just so original like one of the most original movies like i don't think anything's been done similarly to it to like combine all of those like video game and comic book all these pop culture like genres and aesthetics and 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 do it so well um, like I said, easily be number one. Easily. But I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Because, like, despite the fact that I, I can appreciate and I love the comic book aesthetic, I am not a giant comic book fan. I got into comic books for a short time in Denver, and I like comic books. Don't get me wrong. I like the art form. It's just not something I grew up with. The video game aesthetic of of Scott Pilgrim I related to far more. The love story is fun. The music is great. As all Edgar Wright films, the music is great. Makes sense that he did a documentary about musicians, which might be my number one. You don't know yet. You do not know yet. 
there are parts of that documentary that I relate to so much and that give me specifically hope to exist in this planet for a little bit longer. Could still be number one. But music is always great in, in Edgar Wright films. Scott Pilgrim has so so much goodness in it. It it's so could easily be number one, like I said. Easily. But I had to put it at two. Just because I had to be honest with myself. I had to I had to rank these with my heart. Not just my head. Like as far as like a masterpiece that Edgar Wright has made, I think Scott Pilgrim vs. the World is probably his masterpiece. I would say. But I had to put that masterpiece at number two. Moving on to number one, my favorite Edgar Wright film. There are three films left on the board, and I can only choose one of them. Two will be left off. And I'm sure a lot of people out there already know. Join Inspired Disorder Plus today. Head on over to inspireddisorder.com slash plus to join. Membership includes members-only discounts and deals. You get access to the Ray Taylor Show completely ad-free, as well as bonus episodes. You get access to the complete live painting archive. You also get access to every single podcast ever produced by Inspired Disorder, hosted by Ray Taylor. You get access to Ray Taylor's personal blog, as well as the opportunity to ask me any questions. So if you want to start a podcast, you're into art, ask me anything. And so many more things are being added every day to Inspire Disorder Plus. So sign up today, become a member, head on over to inspiredisorder.com slash plus and become an Inspire Disorder Plus member today. Coming in at number one is Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz out of the Cornetto trilogy, you're getting the best Simon Pegg. You're getting, like, different characters, right? Simon Pegg is a cop. He is, like, conservative. He's, like, the conservative character in there. He's, like, he's buttoned up. He's got everything neat and tidy, and he's by the book, all of that. And then you have him up against, uh, what's his name? <clears throat> Nick Frost, who is very similar to his character in... Uh, Shaun of the Dead, kind of the lovable loser guy, right? Simon Pegg's character gets sent to this small town because nobody in his precinct likes him because he's so by the book. So they're like, we're going to ship you off to this tiny little English town where nothing ever happens. And he's teamed up with this guy who's like, because of nepotism in the, in the, you know, his dad is the police chief. And he's like just a loser who just happens to be a cop because there's one of the jobs available in this small town. But the thing that made me put it at number one, I mean, it's the elevated editing of, of this movie compared to Shaun of the Dead is why this is above Shaun of the Dead, right? I think it's doing a lot of the similar kind of cuts, fast cuts, uh, kinetic movements with the camera, great action scenes. Way crisper, way cleaner than than Shaun of the Dead. 
So it's an upgrade from Shaun of the Dead. You have still have the the musical interweavings that you get that was explored further in Baby Driver. And like Scott Pilgrim, there's a lot of references to pop culture things. But in Hot Fuzz, those references are to action movies. Because this is very much an action movie with a slasher film built into it. And also comedy. So it's an action, comedy, slasher film. And those references to those action movies mean more to me specifically than the comic book and video game references that are in Scott Pilgrim. I grew up loving and to this day love the action movies that they talk about, that Nick Frost's character is obsessed with and that introduces uh, Simon Pegg's character to. Right? I have had nights where me and my buddy are up watching action movie after action movie. Point Break, Bad Boys 2, Lethal Weapon. I don't know if Lethal Weapon was... But they there's like... Not only are they specifically referenced, do they specifically watch those movies, but there's so many of those tropes and those things that happen in all those action movies that are that are displayed in this movie. In a lot of ways, Hot Fuzz is my favorite Scream movie as well because it's a slasher film. The slasher aspect of this film is so much Scream because you have... The same type of black gown that the ghost face killer wears in, in Scream. It doesn't have the mask, <clears throat> but the same type of a robe. And not only that, multiple people wear the robe. And just like Scream, where you assume it's one person, it always, always ends up being multiple people. And in this movie, it is not just two people that are wearing this slasher outfit. It is the entire town. Or at least, you know, the key group of people. So in that instance, not only is it like a Scream movie because of the outfit, because of the slasher nature of it, because he's killing everybody with knives, like the killer in in Scream does, but also it has the meta aspect of referencing all of these these action movies, these popular 90s action movies that are referenced throughout. There are so many references to so many action movies in hot fuzz it is ridiculous and done so effortless it takes zero away from the story you wouldn't have to know any of the references they even show you like the one where uh in point break where keanu reeves is chasing after the guy and he gets away and he gets angry and he shoots up into the sky why he's why he's yelling when that scene happens in hot fuzz when Nick Frost's character is, when he shoots his gun up into the air yelling, it means the, the emotional crux of that scene is exactly the same as in Point Break. Where the reason why they can't shoot is because the person that's running away from them, they, they love. On some level, whether it's like a bromance or a father-son thing. And it's just so beautiful. Like... You could say Scott Pilgrim, and I would say Scott Pilgrim is Edgar Wright's masterpiece, but so is this. I think this is a guy that's 
that is directed multiple masterpieces. And certain elements of those masterpieces have been explored in other great works, like Baby Driver, like Last Night in Soho, where he's just taking a small aspect of what he did in combination with so many other things and really following through to its its natural extent. And I appreciate that. But for me, you're getting the same level of comedy as you are with like Shaun of the Dead. Like with I think it's just as funny as all of the other movies. I think the action is just as good as all of the other movies. I think the the story is so much fun and so unique and so interesting. The characters are interesting, just like all of his other movies. But for me, the thing that really made it number one for me is my personal connection to the action movies that are throughout referenced throughout this movie. Uh, so for that reason, it's my number one. Now, obviously... End of the World didn't make the list. The Sparks Brothers didn't make the list. Uh, I love both of those movies. I actually had never... I don't think I'd ever watched all of The End of the World. So it was my first time, which I was really excited to watch. Because I thought I had watched it and just didn't like it. But I watched it. The turn in that, it takes a while for you to get to the turn. Like unlike the the previous two Cornetto movies where you're just like steeped in what this these movies are about, like it takes a while for you to get to that that turn where you find out that people are like robots. Um and then it kind of picks up. Once that happens it picks up. Uh but the characters I just didn't like as much. Like Simon Pegg in that movie is the least likable and he's such a likable character. Um and even like Nick Frost in that movie is, is okay. I don't know. Like there's they have great moments like this. Mo the movie gets better as as you watch it. Uh, but overall, it was just like I couldn't justify putting it up above any of the other movies. Uh, and the Sparks Brothers is amazing. Super inspirational. This band that has like this giant catalog of music that's inspired so many other bands that have gone on to be hugely successful. And then the Sparks Brothers you know, late in their career, they somehow survived, somehow were able to keep grinding and keep surviving, surviving, have in their later years found massive success because they just just kept grinding and then just did a thing with another band and that re-sparked their entire careers. And that to me, as somebody who's like struggling, hoping for success, believing in the work that I'm doing, enjoying the work that I'm doing, uh, sacrificing everything in order to continue doing the work I'm doing. I related to that documentary so much. Didn't recognize their songs at all, despite the fact that I do like their music. Not really a genre of music that I'm super into, uh, but definitely given the right mood I would be into. And I know they've done a lot of different stuff. I didn't really dive into a lot of their music, but I didn't recognize any of it. Uh, but their story is great and super inspirational and motivational to me. So that one could have evenly even been on the list. But, you know, I had to do what I had to do. It was tough. It was tough coming up with this list. So one more time and we'll get out of here. My top, this is my top five Edgar Wright films. Starting off with number five, The Last Night in Soho. Number four is Shaun of the Dead. 
Number three is Baby Driver. Number two is Scott Pilgrim versus the World. And my number one, my favorite Edgar Wright film is Hot Fuzz. Let me know what your favorite, rank your top five Edgar Wright films in the comments. Hit me up on social media. I want to know. I could easily, in, in a month, I could reorder these and, and watch these movies again and, and want to reorder them in another way. But I thought long and hard, and it makes sense for me, but I could understand any combination of these films, and I wouldn't be mad at it. But let me know, because uh, he does great movies regardless, and I'm excited to see what Edgar Wright continues to do uh, with his films. And uh, anyway, yeah, check them out. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. And follow the show on Instagram at Ray Taylor Show. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Ouch! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.